Welcome to podcast as old as time. <laughs> time. <laughs> yes. So I'm I'm Nadia uh, and I'm Lucy. Should uh, we explain the concept of this a little yes. bit? Yes. So this is a podcast where we uh, watch a Disney film yep. and then we chat about it. Yep. Our thoughts, our feelings, a bit about the film, some fun uh, facts. Some fun facts. You're gonna learn along the way. Like a Disney film itself, you will learn. You'll love. You'll feel things. You'll laugh. You'll cry. Yeah. Um, All the emotions. A lot of emotions happening. Uh, So this week is Snow White and the Seven Dwarves. Starting at the beginning. Starting at the beginning, which is the very first feature length Disney animated film. So that's a good one to start with. It is. Uh, It is 80 years old this year. That's old. It was released in 1937. So Snow White would be like in her 90s. Oh, yeah. She'd be dead. She'd long dead. Yeah. She'd look like the witch. <laughs> she would. She'd look like that haggard old lady. <laughs> She'd be bent with the apples. With the apples. Um, yeah, it's quite a good one to start with. Not only because yeah. it's the first one, but I feel like it's quite a sort of quintessential Disney. It's very like mm-hmm. classic Disney. It's very like, oh, yeah. you know, princess, like love's true kiss, prince, mm-hmm. songs. Happily ever after. Happily ever after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very like yeah. traditional fairy tale Disney, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, but before we get into that, yes. maybe we should talk a bit about ourselves and our like relationship to Disney, what our favourite Disney films are, what our least favourite Disney films are. I mean, my relationship with Disney started at a young age. <laughs> sure, sure. As most people sure. did. Um, what was the first Disney film you saw at the cinema? At the cinema? Ooh, what was it? I want to say The Lion King. I feel like it was that was mine yeah. as well. I watched it at the Streatham Odeon. So did I! There we go. Oh we my were, God! We were probably sitting there together. <laughs> we were. <laughs> Me and Steve were there. <laughs> yeah. Papa, Papa Moore. Me and Mama D. Nice. <laughs> Great lineup. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, so what's your favourite Disney film? Um, it's a very difficult one for me to answer, but if I, at a push, I would have to say... Beauty and the Beast. I think mine is Beauty and the Beast as well. I mean, because it's the Hence, best film. podcast is all this time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think Beauty and the Beast, definitely. And uh, then close one thing with Lion King. Oh, I know. Especially with the live show. Part of it is a generational thing as well, though, because mm-hmm. I feel like my like Disney viewing was in the sort of 90s to noughties, which was the best. It was the golden Absolutely age of Disney. Disney. It's like the Disney opinion. Renaissance, right? That's what they call it, because yeah. like, the 80s was like a bit of a no-hoper zone mm. for Disney films. And then 1989, you get The Little Mermaid. And that's um, when it all kicks off. And that sort off. of kicks off a whole like range of really great Aladdin, Lion King, yeah. Beauty and the Beast, all those kind of ones. So I feel like that for me, they'll always be my favourite ones, possibly because they're the ones I grew up most Definitely. with. Definitely. But I, Snow I White, like, I had seen, obviously, but I feel like it wasn't... It's, it was very of its time. Very dated. Very dated. I feel very dated. And going back and re-watching it for this podcast... <laughs> has made me realise just how dated it was. Mm, yeah. All right, let's jump so, into it. Yes. So, let's. I don't know, do we need to summarise Snow White? I, I think, suppose just very briefly. I feel like just for anyone who's been living under a rock. If you haven't seen Snow White, you've had 80 years, I don't know what your problem is. I know, well, and also, why are you listening to a Disney podcast? It was like the Brothers <laughs> Grimm, uh, yeah. you know, fairy tale back in the day, so you've had since like 1700 or something, but anywho. Um, <laughs> you've had some time. Snow White is a princess. She lives in a castle with her stepmother, who is a queen. The queen is very jealous of Snow White's beauty. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll get and into this in a minute, but actually, um, you know, wrongly, I feel. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> um, so she's very jealous, and the queen gets fed up and is like, "Right, I want her gone. I'm gonna get my huntsman, which mm-hmm. apparently is a thing. She yeah. just has a huntsman. The, the royal, the huntsman. royal huntsman. <laughs> do they exist still? Let's just assume they do. They still exist. Yes, um, they do. So she says, "Right, you take her to the woods, kill her, and you bring her back 
um, her heart. So mm-hmm. I know that she's dead in this little box, very nice yeah. presentation box that she's Very gives nice, him. yeah. He gets Almost the woods, too nice. too nice, really for a heart, ruin it. Yeah. He gets there, he can't do it, he no. can't murder her. No. Um, he's, you know, it's too upsetting for him. So he tells her to run into the woods, she runs into the creepy ass woods, mm-hmm. prevents a load of like wild animals, they lead her to the uh, a house of what she originally thinks is, is full of children. Yep. It's actually full of tiny old men dwarves who... <laughs> Uh, <laughs> who work in the mines. work in a mine. They mine diamonds, they yet mine. they're not rich. Again, they walk in a really this. shitty house for yeah. no reason. Um, <laughs> anyway, she gets welcomed in by them, which is lovely. She yeah. cooks and cleans for them. They have like a little bit of dancing time. They, they do. do some, some musical numbers. A little bit of kissing time. A little bit of kissing as well, yeah. yeah. Um, they, they form a strong bond, even though she's just broken into their house. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But then she did clean it all. That's true. And which it was is nice. Pretty nasty it was pretty gross yeah well they don't even clean themselves no. so you've got to imagine what the house would smell like i know and seven men living in two rooms with mm. no toilet yeah that is true what was it? the sanitation was very poor <laughs> yeah but then it was back in the day wasn't it yeah although she was used yeah. to living in a castle so she had all sorts of to- probably too many toilets if anything. probably yeah mm. so anyway she makes friends with them which is really great yeah uh but the queen is on to her Mm-hmm, because she, her magic mirror knows. The magic mirror knows what's up. She's still alive. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. And the queen is fuming. What happened to the huntsman? Oh, yeah. That's never covered. <gasps> Ooh. I reckon there's like a, an outtake where she definitely, she legit murders the huntsman. <laughs> yeah. I mean, <gasps> maybe she's, that's, she's turned him into that bird. You know, the creepy oh, yeah. bird that's in, when she's making all the spells and the, the potions. That, yeah, we'll cover this again later. Maybe she, maybe is that that? Yeah. Anyway, so, <laughs> not at all, she's very angry, fuming. She makes mm-hmm. a potion. So she's going to kill Snow White. Well, not kill Snow White. She's going to put her in a coma, basically. Yeah. So she poisons the apple. She wants to kill her. Yeah. But she just goes the wrong way around just, it. There would be a lot easier ways to do it than this. But anyway, yeah. she takes an apple. She poisons the apple. Brings the apple to her. Disguised as an old lady. Offers her the apple. Snow White eats it. Ends up in a coma. Yeah. Uh, but everyone thinks she's dead. To Turns which out, then ends up killing herself sort of by accident yeah. snow white also dead or so they think yeah uh, the dwarves cannot bear to bury her because she's so beautiful so they put her in a glass uh coffin mm-hmm. sort of presentation display box. case <laughs> yeah. yeah um and then like, they, like mummies in a museum like mummies yeah and then they watch over her for mm-hmm. a while um and then the prince turns back up so yeah. we've seen him in and the very makes first out scene with what he thinks is a corpse yeah <laughs> <laughs> so he's come from you know afar Mm-hmm. Um, a land far, far away. Yeah. In order to, uh, yeah, to give her a kick or to see her, because yeah. he's in love with her. Despite the fact they had zero conversation, and more on this in a bit, like mm-hmm. very suitable, unsuitable love match. Mm-hmm. Uh, it turns out that this obviously can be broken. The coma that she's in can be broken by love's true kiss. Yeah. He gives her a kiss, and then once again they've had no conversation whatsoever. Uh, mm-hmm. But he whacks her on a horse. She says goodbye to all the dwarves. She's like, peace, catch you later. She's <laughs> on the horse and they're riding off to live happily ever after. Yeah. Presumably to take over the kingdom from the queen, we would assume, that yeah, he then becomes... Dead. But I, I, don't, I, I don't know what he's prince of. Because does that not make him like her brother? Maybe it's just like the singer. He just calls himself <laughs> he's <just> prince. prince. <laughs> <laughs> he's just a symbol. He's not, he's not actually prince. Oh my God. Maybe he's, he's the, the artist formerly known Maybe as prince. Maybe he is the queen again. <gasps> Ooh, oh, in a disguise. Da, da, da. Yeah. So, what did we think? That that's a summary of Snow White. For yeah. Those who haven't seen it, what do we think of Snow White? I thought, and I said this earlier, it is very, very dated. Mm. It's very of its time, and to be honest, I kind of side with the Queen. 
Yeah. Snow White is annoying. She's bit, her voice. Oh my god. Terrible. It's like so. Oh, I can't. I can't take it. Well, like, literally, my first thing I wrote down was weird little girl <laughs> voice, which I underlined like three times. I, I just couldn't take From it. From the start, when she's in, she's like sort of singing into a a, a well. And yeah. She, and, she's like, and it echoes back. <laughs> like, like she's singing oh. to herself. Yes. Horrible. Oh, really yeah. horrible. No, it's really not very nice. One thing I would say. So at the very start, my very first point mm. is that. Although the queen may be evil and very vain, mm. her makeup is on Amazing. point. Amazing! Oh my god, she smoky eye. Yeah. Her eyebrows. Oh my god. Yeah. They're so good. They are like my might, my dream. I eyebrow. might take like a picture next time I get my brows done. Like I might take a picture of the evil queen. <laughs> I think that is a good <laughs> idea. Like, Can you just do these brows because yeah. they're so good. Also, arched, contouring. Really good contouring. I'm pretty sure. She invented contouring. Pre-Kardashian, for and sure. And I'm pretty sure that is why they're called drag queens. Yeah. <laughs> That's she what I'm putting out there. queen into drag queens. She does. And RuPaul has a lot to thank her let's for. Let's be real. The magic mirror is tripping because yeah. she is way hotter than Snow White. Yeah. She is hotter than Snow White. When she's like, who's the fairest in the land? I mean, to be fair, we've not the only people in the land we've seen are the dwarves. <laughs> unattractive. Yeah. And the prince who wasn't who all that. Who looks like a man child. Just very like, mm. yeah, you know, whatever. And makes out with a bird, more on that <laughs> <level>. <laughs> I can't, I can't. It's too much. Um, yeah, I mean, she is the fairest in the land. Yeah. She is. I, I genuinely do not think, I, I don't think Snow White's that attractive. No. no. I mean, you know, sure, she's fine. Well, yeah, but the hair's really annoying and like mm. a weird little bob. It doesn't, it, no. it just doesn't. You had a good point about her makeup that you told me the other day. Oh, yeah. This is really so, good So, fun fact number one. Oh, I've got loads more fun facts, but oh my God. Let's, do those, let's do this one first and then I'll so meet you with some facts. other fun, fun facts. So, the makeup on all of the characters, so the Queen and Snow White, mm. um, so the animators would paint the cells and then someone would come in and use real makeup to do their makeup. Which it really looks like, it particularly does. the blusher for yeah. them. It really looks like real blusher. Well, that's what they wanted. They wanted it's them to really look cool. lifelike and they wanted it to look like a real person. And I think they kind of achieved that Definitely. quite well. So was it like a female animator? It was. Who... So, well, no, it was a female, it was an assistant to the animators. Right. She then came in and it started off her career in animation. So Amazing. she got to come in and do the makeup for Snow White and the Queen and and yeah. whatever, um, make them look really nice. And I mean, the Queen, as we've said, on point. Mm. Um, and that started off her career as animation, nice. an, an animator. That's really cool. Yeah. That's like proper girl power. It is. Which this film is definitely not about. No. Very bad gender politics in this film, for sure. Oh, yeah. But when it was made, that's I mean, that you was know, kind it was a thing, wasn't it? It was but, a thing, um, yeah. I don't know, like, so she gets in a relationship with it, like, her, her only interaction with the prince. Yeah prior to being woken up is that he hears her singing mm-hmm. annoyingly in the <laughs> <Yeah>. well <laughs> so we know he's got no taste yes yeah, so we know he's got no taste and then he he, he trespasses he trespasses into he just her garden walks into her house. strolls on him yeah um and she then is very afraid of him seeing her and gets all a bit bashful and a bit shy mm-hmm. so she legs it into her sort of balcony room if um, some guy walks into your garden though yeah and starts singing at you that's what i mean i would run in and lock like, the doors this is supposed to be the start this is supposed to be what you're holding on to the entire way through the rest mm-hmm. of the film to be like, he's the one for her. Whilst yeah. I'd completely forgotten about him. And had I not known the plot of this, I would have thought <laughs> yeah. he was a character that he, she never saw again. Yeah. So when he turns up for the love's true kiss, you're like, who is he though? I know. Who is he? When they, when they have a little kiss and she wakes up, 
they don't even, you know, he's not like, oh, hi, I'm no, Prince. He just grabs her and puts her on a horse. Bar. Exactly, he just whacks her on his horse, and away they go. And she doesn't even say goodbye to the dwarves, really. She has like a little kiss, but she's not like, oh, thanks for everything. Like, thanks for taking me in, like, from yeah. the creepy woods. Like, nice to know you. Thanks for protecting me for the last however many months good while I've been dead. Good luck diamond empire. <laughs> like, I hope that's all good. I'm crazy security system. Yeah, thanks for the sweet coffin, which I'm sure you could ill afford with your, you know, crappy diamond wages. <laughs> like, you know. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, so, so can we talk about the... Um, bird kissing. Bird kissing, please. <laughs> so when you first see the prince <laughs> and he's singing... And he's singing up to Snow White, who's legged it because she's run inside. I mean, understandably, mm. someone's trespassing. Creeping out in your garden. Creeping out in your garden. <laughs> <laughs> Call the police. Yeah. Um, he just, like, a bird flies onto his hand and then starts kissing him. And <laughs> <laughs> just start making out. <laughs> that is not normal. So when I saw this, <laughs> I thought what was going to happen was that he was going to, he was sort of going to send her up a kiss to the balcony. So I thought By he was bird. kissing this pigeon <laughs> was it a pigeon or a dove maybe it was a dove maybe that's more romantic anyway whatever is it no? they're just white pigeons kissing, <laughs> kissing this bird so that he could send like a, and then the bird was going to kind of fly up to her and then give her a kiss so it was like he was he couldn't reach her but he was still whatever. not hygienic though still unhygienic and no. really gross but, then but i thought happen. at least that was a thing and it happened he just frenches this bird and then the bird just like flies off Never mentioned again. That would be my first question out of the coma. Yeah. First question. Why are you French maybe, bird? Maybe second question. I'd yeah. be like, what happened to the Queen? Yeah. Okay, three questions. What happened to the Queen? Sort of more observation. Thanks for this great glass coffin. Yeah. <laughs> Number three. Are you the, the French that bird? Because if you are, I don't think this is going to work out. Do you think he's got a bird fetish? Maybe, maybe. Do you think that when he put her on the horse and they rode off to their happily ever after, they got back to the it's house? It was like an Avery. <laughs> it was like an Avery. <laughs> <laughs> he had a load of feathers. That's like a prince thing. to dress as a bird. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and she was like, oh, this wasn't quite how I imagined happy ever after, but no. I suppose. <laughs> you, you got know. yourself into it, love. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. This is why you need to find out more about people before you, you know, commit to them. At least go out for a drink first. Have a, have a quick drink. Yeah. And learn, <laughs> learn about whether they're into birds. Yeah. You know, everyone Fetishes. likes birds, but you know, to what extent? Yeah. <laughs> um, other questions that I had, um, re the diamond mine, which you raised, was yeah. the um, extreme lack of security <laughs> yeah. for the diamond mine. Yeah, they've got a massive R sign that says vault. Mm. So you know something precious is going to be in sure. there. So they lock it. They make the effort to lock it. Yeah. And, and it, the key's next door to the lock. They, they, they just hook the key on a hook next to the lock. And they ch- they leave Dopey in charge of it. Probably the least equipped dwarf yeah. for such a task. I would. He's, he's I would clearly imagine. got learning difficulties. Very very much so. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and if I was Doc, I think I would put myself in charge of the sort of the key mm-hmm. process. Maybe he's not supposed to hang it there. Maybe that was his. You know. Snafu. But then why is the nail there? Maybe that's why the hang is there. the nail there? Hats. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Yeah. What's what's the nail doing there? Yeah. Very but I'm starting to understand why they're living in such a shonky house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like they can't afford anything because obviously their diamonds get nicked All this every, every day. Every day. Every they day. They enough diamonds and they're like, we're millionaires. Yeah. They come back the next day and they're like, oh, geez. Yeah. Someone, they're like, they're, we better move that hook to, today. They're, they're clearly never rich to enough to throw away rubies because they, they pick out a nice big ruby and they're like, nah, chuck it over the shoulder. <laughs> yeah. We'll go for these diamonds, put it in the vault. Oh, they've all gone again. <laughs> Oh, what are we doing? Where did they go? Every time. 
I think we need to address the general lack of security in this entire yes. thing. The guy just trespasses, walks straight into, walks the, garden, straight into the garden, French is a bird. <laughs> <laughs> no, no permission sought for that. No. Bird That's... Frenching or entering the garden. Mm -hmm. She just breaks into someone's house mm -hmm. and starts cleaning up and then goes to sleep. Yep. That serious security issues mm. and yeah lack of like morals don't just walk into someone's house yeah. even if animals have told you so and even if I'm it's a bit sure. shonky like don't, don't start cleaning their house no. it's a bit rude isn't it really judgmental very judgy what a bitch and then thirdly the issue of the security in the vault mm. they're just the key's right there like what why <sighs> I mean what is this teaching the youth of the mm. when was this released again 1937. What is this teaching? There's the a war on, you've got to be careful. Exactly. Well, actually, not in America at that point. But it is the Great Depression. It is the Great Depression. Although that, maybe that means they've got nothing to steal. Oh, maybe. People just left their houses open because it was all full of <laughs> boo hockey anyway. No one wanted like dust and you know, <laughs> broken dreams. Occasional potato. Yeah, the odd potato that they had to share between 25. <laughs> right, are you ready for. <coughs> Fun fact! <laughs> yes. It's fact time! Um, so my first fun fact is that this film during production was known as Disney's Folly because Ooh. the press thought it was going to be an absolute shit show. <laughs> they How wrong Probably they because were. it was made, you know, during or around the Depression. Yeah. And they pumped at the time a lot of money into it so it, yeah, cost, it cost loads one and a half million dollars to make no way um like in today's money that would be like a lot yeah. i don't really know maths but like, that's a lot of money for sure <laughs> all the money um and disney had to mortgage his house in order to pay for it um, because that. he wouldn't yeah. because people wouldn't back him because they said it's just gonna lose money hand over fist in reality it was hugely successful um it took eight million dollars during its initial release um, do you know what the profits got spent on? No. I do. Oh. Oh. So, you know, the Disney studios and like Disney film lots mm. in Burbank. Yeah. That. There we go. Reinvested. Without, without this, Disney would not exist as well. Yeah. Well, I guess it would have just tanked, right? I mean, yeah. if he'd have really like messed it up with this film, they would have just said there's no need for animated talking pictures yeah. and it probably no wouldn't have got off talkies. the ground again. So. Um, yeah, it was briefly the highest grossing talkie of all time. Yeah. It won a Best <laughs> Score Oscar the year it was released. Walt Disney like won an honorary Oscar for it because they didn't really have like best animated stuff back in those days. So he just kind no. of won like a general like, you've done well, well at films Oscar. It was, it was Disney, like because of the Disney studios that they created the best yeah. animated film yeah. Oscar. And they wouldn't have put it up for a best film, obviously. no, no, no. Um, no. Which I feel like is wrong sometimes. I know. Beauty and the Beast, for what? Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's a prime go. example. And like, so like Frozen or something, when you yeah. think how great it was and then how popular it was, yeah. they could have just thrown it into like the normal film category. Oh, like mm. Toy Story. Any of the Toy Stories could oh have easily God, won. Yeah. A, a lot of Pixar. One animated film. Like one of film. Yeah. Up, that was that would be awesome. Yeah, like what year was up release? Was there a better film release that year? Probably not. No. <laughs> we will we will I'll look into we'll it. We'll look but into I this. sincerely doubt it. Yeah. 
yeah so it did really really well and like obviously continues to be like a touchstone of kind of disney stuff it's in theme yeah. parks yeah there was a video game that was made of it which i What's briefly there? looked at it absolute crap to be honest <laughs> it's very 80s and the, the graphics were not oh, very good but like 80s in a, a good way or 80s in a mm, bit of a shonky 80s way 80s in a sort of shonky like 8-bit graphic like oh, no. was way. it like on, on an amstrad cassette <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. there's also not a lot of plot for you to play as a you know as a snow white game i don't really know what that no. looks like you're trying to run away from the witch yeah or like cleaning the house <laughs> i don't really know i don't know what characters you oh, could play cleaning the house right mm. okay so she goes in there and she's like oh let's clean the house and then she leaves all of the crackers delegates everything, everything. Delegates everything. she's what like i'm gonna clean do? this house that's how she announces it yeah and then she's like right you take the <laughs> um fire you take the windows yeah the squirrel you take the whatever and I'll use the broom. Yeah. So firstly, all these animals have got to get themselves all dirty. She's able to use her, <laughs> her pre-existing tools. It's quite rude. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she delegates all this stuff. She doesn't really do a lot. I think she's too busy singing as well. Mm-hmm. So most of the heavy lifting has been done, particularly by the squirrels, I have to say, are yeah. really putting in the graft. They really are. Because they're using their tails very effectively. As yeah, a to sort sweep of things. To sweeping to mechanism. Like that weird thing that they did, like spinning the tail on the plates. Yeah, yeah. very good. And very. also one of them like spins his tail really quickly so that he can pick up lots of cobwebs mm-hmm. and then he sort of makes a sort of like a cone out of the cobwebs and sort of throws it away mm-hmm. it's very cool very That's really good i'm starting to understand so after the animals lead her to that house and she mm. breaks in she makes them clean it up but then as the dwarves are coming back they get all scared and they run off and leg it and yeah. leave her there asleep for as far as they know to you know her death payback yeah that's what i'm thinking <laughs> yeah. payback. Also, you, you made us clean this whole filthy house <laughs> also, you're gonna die like she's come to bed mm-hmm. we've established that the dwarves have left work bang on five mm-hmm. so who at the most this is about 10 past five <laughs> and she's like bedtime like, who goes to bed at 10 past five well she's had a stressful day she has had a no, maybe it's, to be it's fair. the adrenaline come down to be fair and she did do she wanted to do a lot of cleaning yeah she just thought she was going out to pick some nice wildflowers yeah turns out She's going to get stabbed. <laughs> <laughs> she went into some scary-ass woods. Yeah. Which I'm pretty sure, based on those scary-ass woods, that it was all in her mind. Mm. She was hallucinating. Yeah. Yeah. And then she was talking and then singing to animals. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean... It was weird. She's schizophrenic for sure. Definitely. Yeah. The wood scene i think is probably my favorite bit of the whole thing i think it's the really animation amazing. is wicked yeah it really is like considering it was 80 years ago it the animation seem, is really cool that bit doesn't seem as dated as the rest no, of it no i think there was something about it that was quite modern and like the speed of it because i think maybe mm. that was the issue that i had with it it was very slow film yeah. and they were, it was quite like flabby like, there were lots of bits now that you just wouldn't have you wouldn't have had in for that long mm. like the scenes with the dwarves sort of singing and dancing they do the silly song is it called or whatever where they're oh, all yeah. goes on and on yeah. and they're all doing different turns and mm. they're all going very very long it felt very long anyway it really did um, yeah. and I feel like that would be a lot snappier and a lot sort of especially yeah. seeing as back then it took so much more effort to mm. animate things you yeah. think they would just speed get, it up a get little to bit it. but as I think the, the that forest scene um does feel like that it's very kind of fast and quick yeah. and it's quite cool and there's bits where the um again which you, you sort of think maybe are like hallucinations or something because mm. she's like you know the trees are turning into like hands or they're yeah, turning they're into crocodiles her. and stuff like that it's quite um, scary really. really scary i remember being very scared of that when i was a kid and all the the bats that sort of like fly out or the mm. whatever they are birds or bats or something that fly out of her you can see their eyes in the trees and stuff like yeah. that um 
that's really cool. I think yeah. that's great. Um, like the animation generally is pretty impressive for something that's eighteen it years really old. It really is. I think. Yeah. I think probably that's a result of that hand drawn mm-hmm. uh, stuff. It kind of I guess doesn't date as much as others because it sort of always looks. Yeah, whereas like with computer animation, like you look at the first Toy Story compared yeah. to like the third Toy Story, it's dated. It looks very clunky. It's, I mean, it's still brilliant, but mm. dated But a this, lot. you know, it's always going to look, because it's hand-drawn, mm. it always just looks hand-drawn. It's yeah. never, it's always out of step with whatever the technology is at the time, so I guess yeah. it looks a bit better. Um, I have some more fun facts about the cast as Ooh, well. Oh, uh, do tell. So, <laughs> the dwarves were all played by sort of vaudeville stars. You've got to remember, because this is 1937. Some of these guys are born in like the 1800s. Crazy. 1800s? Yeah, there was like a few of them that I was no looking way. up were born in like 1860 or whatever. Oh but, like, my god. That's like the like American Civil War. <laughs> like, they neutral. I mean, obviously, this is 1937, so, yeah. you know, they were middle aged men or whatever, but it's. Um, yeah, I, I don't know, just, it feels weird watching a it film does. that's starring someone that was born in the 1800s. You're like, Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> yeah, so a lot of them were vaudeville stars, and they were kind of on the stage, and they had sort of weird vaudeville acts, um, which I think you can see in that, in like the dwarves, in that that's almost like a vaudeville thing, isn't it? Having like yeah. a separate character that's like a character that you do. And, yeah, yeah. Um, and when they're all doing their little turns at the sort of song and dance numbers and whatever, that's sort of very vaudeville-y. Mm-hmm. Um, so the guy that played Sneezy, Billy Gilbert, um, he was like a, a famous sneezer. Like that was his thing. <laughs> Come on now. Yeah, that so was he was thing. like a vaudeville actor. Um, and basically, Can you imagine having that on your CV? That's like what he did. Occupation, sneezing. Yeah, like he did other things as well, but his his act was that he'd do this sort of like outburst where he'd get really angry about stuff and then it would like result, the final payoff of his act would be like a big sneeze, which everyone would like fall about laughing at. I mean, it was a similar time, wasn't it? 800, mm. like, they had less going yeah. on. Um, but yeah, but that sneezing. was his thing. Yeah, that was like his thing. So um, you'd pay tickets to go to a Broadville show and he would come out and sneeze at you. Do a whole routine and then <laughs> do a big sneeze at the end. So when he found out that Walt Disney was casting around for Sneezy, he was like, who's the guy you're going to get? Yeah. This guy, you yeah. know what I mean? I am like, I do sneezing. Like, that's what I do. <laughs> and I, I make people laugh. That's mm-hmm. how I make my living. Uh, so he was there. Um, I looked up a few of the other doors. I didn't really do a lot. Um, but I thought one of the guys that was interesting was a guy called Pinto Colvig, mainly because he had an awesome name. Ooh, yeah. He played both Grumpy and Sleepy. Oh, um, double act. Double act. And he pulled quite a lot of weight as Grumpy. Sleepy, I don't know if Sleepy spoke, did he? He just kind of goes... Maybe just you <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I guess he could sort of do both at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, but he had quite a cool career. So he was the first person to play Goofy um, oh, in no Disney. Way. So they kind of like kept him on. Uh, and he also played Pluto as well. Okay, all the um, dogs. Yeah, uh, and he was also in The Wizard of Oz as the voice of one of the chipmunk uh, munchkins. <laughs> one of the munchkins. <laughs> That's rude. <laughs> um, so, you know, still keeping on the kind of small person theme. Yeah. Uh, so he had quite a good career. Do you think the munchkins then made him get typecast? Maybe. This made me wonder whether he was like a little person. Like maybe he was, was like he a, dwarf? a little person actor, yeah, or like a dwarf actor. Maybe. Because you know, yeah. they sort of implied that he was like the voice of a munchkin, which is a bit strange because they yeah. they were there. Maybe he was sung. Maybe he was a singing voice of something. Maybe. I don't know. I'll look more into this, but yeah, I thought he had quite a good career. The rest of them kind of didn't do so much. Poor Snow White had quite a terrible time. I know. It's not good for her. So she was played by Andriana Casaletti. Uh, she was paid very well for her um, stint on the film. It's the equivalent of $16,000 today. 
which you probably think like back in you know back in 1937 was mm-hmm. quite a hefty amount probably buy yeah. you a house or something yeah um but she was under contract with disney um as part of working on the film uh, and he basically stopped her from making anything else yeah. he just completely torched her career for her really he wanted to keep that voice yeah like just snow white didn't exactly. he so she, but but he, he never like used her in other disney films well as lots of them um the, these guys less so but um you know there's there's loads of disney voice actors mm. that get used time and time again well yeah because it used to be that you'd sign a contract with a studio yeah. to have like x number of pictures exactly so you get the person that does like thomas o'malley is also the voice yeah. of baloo and you know yeah. things like that so they, they you know they get reused um but yeah there was something about her that he just didn't want to spoil the illusion so mm. he refused to let her be anything else people like requested her for work and she wasn't able to do it um, so she kind of spent the rest of her life essentially playing Snow White. Um, so she had like a few very really minor though. film roles that she was uncredited in because they didn't, ha- they weren't allowed to credit her. So I guess yeah. she just sort of like snuck in there and like yeah. filmed her when Walt wasn't looking. Like, when Rose, like, um, like she <laughs> did a wonderful life apparently for like about oh. two minutes. Um, but yeah, she spent most of her life like basically promoting Disney. So she would like be the voice of. Snow White, like on chat shows and stuff, they'd be like, "Can you speak like Snow White?" She'd be like, "Yeah, I'm super annoying." Mm. I hope that wasn't her real voice, because my God, oh Can you no, I would die. Dreadful. I could not take it. <laughs> She'd have no friends. No. She'd have no one would want to be surrounded by that all the time. But also, it's like it's a bit of a kick in the teeth. It's like, hey, here's this fantastic opportunity. Come and be this princess for us. Except mm. you can never work again. No. And I don't see why she couldn't have done other princess. Films. Yeah, for Disney. For Disney, exactly. Yeah. It just seems very strange. I suppose the next few they made were maybe less princessy, like the thirties on sort of like Dumbo. And yeah. Maybe there just wasn't as much of a need for her. But it was only sort of later when it got down to sort of like Sleeping Beauty and Cinderella yeah, and stuff I guess that maybe it she was came back to the princess. Older by then or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, you sort of think, uh, yeah, if you've got her on staff, why mm-hmm. not use her in some capacity? Yeah. It seems very strange that he didn't do that with other people as well. Maybe he just really hated her. Maybe. Maybe she was just really annoying, like yeah. Snow White. Well, maybe maybe that was her real voice and he was like, oh, God, I, I cannot stand <laughs> you. You cannot be out there in the public. I can't listen to you ever again. Yeah. Please. <laughs> I'm going to watch It's a Wonderful Life again and see if I can spot her. Yes. All right, well, um, any final thoughts? Yeah, well, there was actually um, something about the production of this. So when it was originally in storyboarding, um, Walt Disney himself had to act out every single one of the characters, all of them, just to make sure that the animators got it right. Okay. um, And that everyone was aware of what they had to do. So, like, even the voice actors saw Walt act out there things every first. scene every character every character every Whoa. scene um did everything. you do that for other films or no i think it was just this just one i think because it was the stakes were so high yeah well he's got um, his house right on it so he's, well, he's uh, yeah he's, he's really pushing for this one <laughs> yeah so i found that quite interesting i mean thinking about well you know singing as a princess down <laughs> yeah well. not the first person you thought of <laughs> No, that would be that comfortable with that particularly. I wonder if, like, secretly at the weekends, his name was like, I don't know, female Walt. <laughs> What's a female? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Snow White, just call herself Snow White. Snow White, yeah, yeah. Was that th- quick question mm. before we get on to takeaways um, and what we what we took from this whole experience? Mm. Was her first name Snow and her surname White? Was she Miss White? 
Yeah. <laughs> or was yeah. it Snow also White, her first name? name? I don't know. Does the miracle her Snow White? Yeah. Okay. So I wondered whether it was like when he showed Snow White, mm. the Queen was then like, oh, Snow White, as in like that's her like nickname. stepmom nickname for her. Because <laughs> um, he was like, oh, she's a bit like, racist. Yeah, hey, you're like, whitey. Face white as snow and mm-hmm. like ah, like hair black as night or whatever yeah. he says. Um, yeah. She can't really be called Snow White. It's not no, surely. but that's what he. That's what everyone calls her, and she introduces herself. So maybe the that. Queen is like. Mrs. White. Yeah. Or like Queen White. Queen White. White Queen. White Queen. <gasps> Crossover. Oh. <laughs> right. So yeah. each week we're going to do our takeaway from mm-hmm. the film. Yeah. Um, in true Disney spirit, a lesson that we've learned that mm-hmm. we can apply to our lives or, you know, just something that we think we use for the viewer. Mm-hmm. Um, what is your takeaway from well, Snow White? I think my main Wars? one, murderous rampages never work. Mm. Backfired yeah. majorly. <laughs> they just don't work. Yeah. You'll end up getting yourself killed. Yeah. And your daughter, stepdaughter that you were so jealous of, will end up running away with someone who she fell in love with in a matter of seconds after she saw him, you know, making out with a bird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So murderous rampages, they don't work. And also up your security. Up your security for sure. Yeah. Might have gone twofold. I think probably. Um, you know, l- look into your um, boyfriend's dental hygiene um, <laughs> if he's going to be going around <laughs> frenching birds. Um, you know, get some listerine. Really up in get there. some listerine up in there <laughs> and some yeah. floss because you don't want to be going Mm-mm-mm. in there. You'll get, you get. That's how you get avian flu. Yeah. <laughs> <It's not laughs> Do you reckon he was patient zero with bird flu? He might have started it. Oh, that's what, that's <laughs> what happened. They never had to explicitly say don't kiss a bird. Mm-hmm. They sort of said don't play with dead, like don't touch dead birds. Yeah. Because um, I feel like they probably thought no one was weird enough to kiss a bird, but maybe they should have put that in the in the instructions. They should. They should. Um, they should have put it at the disclaimer at the end of the movie as definitely. well. Do not kiss birds. Do not kiss birds. No. Um, and then related to that, my second takeaway is to just get to know your potential life partner. Mm-hmm. You know, don't sign up for the happily ever after um, without knowing a bit more about them. At the no. very least, their name. Yeah. Their you know. name and whether you will end up in a pigeon suit. <laughs> <laughs> will you be tarred and feathered? That is the question. Yeah. So next week. Oh, we are Ooh. doing... We, what, so what we're going to do, we're going to pick a movie at random from different eras. So we're mm. not just going through time. We are hopping all over the shop. Yeah. I mean, if we went in order, we'd be here till, you know, hell froze over. Yeah. And we'd only be through the 50s. Yeah. And let's be real, we want to get to some good stuff as well. Because yeah. some of those early Disney films are a bit of a slog. Um, yeah, so we're going to jump around a little bit. But we are hoping to cover some of the more obscure Disney oh, films Oh, definitely. As well. We want to enlighten you. Yeah, and I like ourselves. I think there's a lot of yeah. Disney films I haven't seen, which I was oh, aware me. of. Particularly the non-animated ones, mm-hmm. I think, are going to be quite interesting. And if you go to like any kind of website that lists all the Disney movies, there are so many. Mm. I had no idea that there were that many. No. Like, I knew there were a lot, but, like, Jesus. I mean, they were very prolific. Yeah. They must have been making, like, a film, you know, a couple of films a year sort mm-hmm. of thing. Yeah, so next week, Little Mermaid. Yep. Very good. Yeah, one of one of my absolute favourites. Yeah, see, it wasn't one that I... Weirdly, I've watched it more as an adult, I think, than as a kid. So mm-hmm. I didn't grow up watching the Lomo too much. But my best mate is literally her favourite film of all time. She has, like, really? still to this day, has, like, Little Mermaid 
like bed sheets and stuff. <laughs> um, shout out to Ella. Do not judge that even no, a little bit. And that is pretty actually awesome. like she made me watch it sort of when we were in like sixth form. And I'd seen mm. like a couple of times as a kid, but it never been one of my favourites. And it sort of like rose up there. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously a ginger icon as well, which is very important. Yeah, definitely. I'm, I'm ginger listeners. Um, I'm I'm not, but you know sometimes I, I dye were. my hair red. <laughs> uh, so, but you do have yeah. that. Um, you know, tail instead of legs. I do, yeah. (laughs) In that respect, you're very much like Ariel. Very, very much. (laughs) So, like, together, we would make one Ariel. One. I've I've got the fins. (laughs) (laughs) You've got the ginge. I've got the ginge. Together, we are Ariel. All right, um, on that brilliant note, thanks for listening, and we will see you next week for some Little Mermaid fun. Yeah. Bye. Bye.